Welcome to the RD Energy Stay Current newsletter for August 2022. I'm Daryl Bragg, President of RD Energy. In our, our, in our monthly newsletter, we'd like to provide the key drivers and some commentary on what is driving natural gas and electric prices. The two run very parallel with each other. Natural gas is the driver, mostly, of, of electric prices. So what are the key drivers that are happening today? Um, you know, in our title this month, we put, uh, is it time to panic? And we'll touch on that later. But, um, you know, the, the fact is a lot is happening in the energy markets. Um, prices are extremely high. We had the, the August uh, futures market uh, closed at the end of July at 8.678 cents per MMBTU. That's an extremely high price in the month of, you know, late July and going into August. So it's like, what is causing these prices to be so much higher than they were a year ago? Last summer, August settled for the month at 4.044, and this month we're at 8.67. That is a dramatic rise in prices in one year. So we look and say, hey, what's going on? Well, we know that uh, we've talked about it in previous, you know, um, uh, editions of our newsletter. The natural gas production is 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 trailing historical levels, uh, you know, post COVID nineteen and pre COVID nineteen. We had a massive uh, drilling program going on up to COVID nineteen uh, occurring, and that shut down, and it's slowly ramping back up. So, meanwhile. The demand for natural gas, for power generation, for storage injections, for domestic supply, and for LNG exports to Europe and Asia is bringing demand for natural gas to a much higher level than what's being produced in the U.S. currently. And because of that, natural gas prices and therefore electric prices have gone up dramatically. And then we have a month like July where we it was extremely hot in July, meaning that the power generation sector was gobbling up the natural gas at extreme levels. And when that happens, natural gas storage injections go down because there's not enough gas being produced to meet all of the demand. And the balancing factor that seems to happen is that there's less gas to go in to natural gas storage in the U.S. as we prepare for next winter. So where do we stand with natural gas storage? Our total capacity in the U.S. is around 4 TCF. Last winter, we went into, uh, we went into the winter with 3.6 TCF of storage. Again, out of the total of 4 TCF possible. That was, you know, lower than where we wanted to be. And thus, we saw a pretty sizable price spike last October and November as we headed into winter with a uh, storage at 3.6 TCF. Well, this coming winter, we're on pace due to our low storage injections to go into winter with a 3.36 per TCF, even lower than we're at 3.6 T- 
TCF last year. So 3.6 TCF last year going into this winter right now is predicted to be 3.36 TCF. So we're even lower. Mid-June, mid we had that LNG uh, terminal have, had an explosion down in Texas, and instantly people thought we had all this extra domestic supply that's going to stay in the market instead of being shipped over to Europe and Asia. And suddenly that 3.36 TCF um, of storage expectation jumped to about 3.6 TCF, where we thought, hey, this extra gas we're going to have on the market for the next three months as that LNG terminal gets repaired, that's going to bump up our storage uh, capability and have it go into winter about like we did last year. But instead, we had such a hot summer, hot uh, July, that the nat all that extra gas was gobbled up in the form of you know power generation so we're back to that 3.36 tcf expectation to get into uh, storage so again that's a concern and that's another thing that's propping up natural gas prices on top of that you have fewer speculative traders in the marketplace, which you, sometimes you might think, well, that's a good thing, not having as much speculation uh, going on in the trading world. And, but in, the, in any type of vibrant uh, trading environment, you do, as much as sometimes you think you don't want them, you do need a, quite a number of uh, hedge funds and speculator traders actively involved in the futures market trading which brings some level of stability yes you can still get the short squeezes and yes you can still get uh, prices to extreme because of the speculative trading but when with the cost of money being so high as the interest rates rise due to the high prices trading at near nine dollars an mmbtu and due to the all this volatility the margin calls uh, for traders has gone up. So if you look at the cost of money and how much cash it takes and how much credit it takes to be an active player in the futures trading market of energy, it's not surprising to see that fewer are participating. So a lot of uh, the trading funds and hedge funds that normally would be participating in natural gas and electric futures are sitting on the sidelines not participating due to that high cost of money. And that means that the fewer that remain are driving the market to extreme and adding a lot more volatility. So not only do we have to try to look and balance, um, you know, all the supply and demand that's going on and all the fundamental reasons why prices are going up so much, we also have to look and say we've got this other technical uh, factor of these hedge fund traders that are able, there's fewer in number, and by being fewer in number, they can help drive the market to an extra extreme and definitely the way they want it to drive. The problem we're always trying to find and our customers are trying to find is when we do get price dips, where, when do we buy? I mean, is the price dip going to continue another day or two? Is it going to, you know, you know, end quickly. And what we've seen over and over again is about every time we have a price dip, it's either going to be very short-lived, meaning hours, 
to a few days at best, and then suddenly we see a, a rapid turnaround. And before we blink, prices are back up tremendously. So, you know, it's a lot to try to grasp on. So when we say, is it time to panic? Hey, for our many of our customers, the vast majority of our customers, we're really happy to say that they're in good shape. Yeah, there's some that we have six to eight months. We got to, we got to be looking and planning and everything. There's many of them we've got that are in. Uh, they've got contracted for a year or two or three, four or five years, out into the future, and that's a great place to be in. But if if you if you are not one of our customers and you're listening to this newsletter, and you're saying, I don't know. Uh, what my price is. I don't know when my contract is. I don't have an energy partner who's helping me track all of that and watch the market trends. I don't have an energy partner looking for programs like peak load management, demand response to lower the impact of these higher prices. If you don't have an energy partner who is shopping for you with a variety of supply <coughs> so that you know you're getting the best price and if you've done your due diligence. If you don't have any of that and you don't have this information coming to you each and every month, if not, you know, and you can't pick up the phone and call them and talk to them about it and kind of get this strategy in place and kind of lean up everything you're doing as far as energy uh, procurement, well, you know, you have to worry about your budget. You've got to worry about your product cost. You've got to worry. So, in many ways, it might be time to panic just to put action into your inaction. So it's time we can get on your calendar if you if you are listening and um, you you you're not a client and you uh, are not prepared for what's happening today, and you want to clean it up a little bit, then get on our calendar. We're happy to talk to you and uh, get a plan in place and help you. Um, you know, try to manage and put in a good strategy to lower the impact of these higher energy prices because, as we mentioned earlier, prices have doubled, more than doubled in a year. They could actually accelerate as we go toward winter. So there's a lot to start planning for today. And um, so we're saying, hey, yeah, you probably should be panicking if you haven't been prepared at all. But, hey, let's talk and so we can pull you back off the ledge and keep you from panicking. So there's, there's things that can be done and things that we can look at. So, again, um, a lot going on in, in the energy world. Um, anybody, you know, listening, happy to give us a call, give us an email. We're happy to talk uh, and uh, make sure that you're up on the latest information and up on the latest strategies. So, hey, we look forward to hearing from you, and uh, we will talk to you next month.